I, I really hope that this is working and that you guys are listening to me and that you guys are seeing me. I already did this video five times. The last one before the one that I got right in Spanish, I recorded for 20 minutes and then I realized that I really didn't hit record. So that's been my day. I hope you guys are having a better day than me, but I wanna to talk to you guys about something that's happening right now. You guys know the Fed's getting together tomorrow. Well, they're getting together right now. And then tomorrow, they're going to let us know how much they're going to hike those interest rates and also what's going to be their forward guidance. That means what their plan is going forward. Now, to everybody, that would be like a pretty normal day. We know we're getting used to it by now that the Fed's making these whole parties and whatnot about it. But let's analyze exactly what's going on because I think there's a bigger problem hiding right in front of our faces and the problem turns out to be us. Now, let me explain to you why and why we're a problem and why we're a problem to the Fed and why that would mean that the Fed is fighting against us, right? So let's talk about it. Now, this is not conspiracy theories. This is referring to the labor market. So let's talk about it. Number one, there is nothing crazier than changing a mind. Once your mind is changed, once someone's mind is changed, it's really hard to, for it to go back. I don't know if you guys saw the movie Inception with Leo DiCaprio, but that really talks about it really well. But if there's an idea, if there's something that changes your mind, your mind's already evolved, and then that means you've already grown into something else. I know that when we're kids, we all look at each other and go like, never change, you're, you're awesome in this, but we should always change, and that's a big thing. Now, why am I telling you this fucking stupid story about it? Let me tell you even more stupid stories. Because when I was 30 years old, I retired. That's when I started the car channel. That's when I, this whole thing started for me on my online life. It was right after I retired. Well, it was retired and this brought me out of retirement without me realizing that it brought me out of retirement. But when I retired at 30, I said, I don't want to work anymore. I'm working nonstop. I don't have to enjoy, I don't get to enjoy my life. I'm seeing all of my friends are having a great time. They don't have like a 10th of what I have. And still I, I just work all day and night. Like it never stops. I, I don't go anywhere for the summer. I just work, 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 work. That's what I do. I don't want to do that anymore. I think I have enough money. I can enjoy myself and I can chill. So I chilled at 30 and I said, I'm gonna figure out what to do. I started working out. I started getting stoned in the middle of the day, going to the movies, like really fun stuff, to be honest with you. And it was great. And it, all of that changed my mind to become a better person, to change, according to me, obviously, to change a lot of things that I did, to change my habits, to change certain career paths and whatnot. So I, I ended up going in a different career direction and whatnot, but that was because I had a chance to stop, listen to myself and know what I wanted. In 2020, the same thing happened to me. We just talked about it in the mushroom video. I said my life changed completely because, again, I had the chance to sit down, think about the stuff that I liked, and then really implement that across my life. And this is the result. You guys are seeing it. I live in Texas now. I used to live in L.A. I work out now. I am not a fucking fat ass like I was before. Um, I, I do lots of new things. I, I find happiness in so many other ways and whatnot. So that's great. Like, we would all e want to evolve as our life progresses. The problem with society and the problem that we're talking about right now is really interesting because 2020 really changed a lot of people's minds during the pandemic. How many people moved from the house that they were in into another one, a different state, a different something? That's a big life move for a lot of people. A lot of people divorced their ex, like their um, divorced their partners because they weren't happy and they realized like, well, I'm stuck with you. Fuck you. I'm out. 
A lot of people decided to go to another country. A lot of people decided that they didn't want to work where they work, that they wanted to do something else. We're all on the same page, right? And the reason why is because you had time to think. Now, that would normally be a positive, and it shows because people went and bought more Pelotons, people went and bought gym equipment, people wanted to get fit, people wanted to do better things, and they did. And the spending habits changed, therefore, productions like all of that stuff changed. So as the world changed, we encounter ourselves within this change at the same time in a weird situation where people are quitting their jobs by four million a month. And no one understands why. And there's also the quiet quits, right? Like the quiet quitters. That means, and this happens a lot in Mexico. I don't know if it, maybe it didn't happen here before because clearly I see Americans that are freaked out by this. But normally what he does is you hire someone and you tell them, dude, I need you to fix my house. Yeah, it's gonna take me three months. And they're working here for a month and then out of nowhere, you never hear from them again. They never charge you. They never ask for anything. They just fucking quit and disappear. That's happening now in the United States. That, that happens quite a lot in Mexico. We're used to it. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem comes from the other one, the 4 million people quitting. And the reason why it's simple, because these 4 million people that are quitting against our job market, they're not coming back into the workforce. They're doing something else. And the biggest mystery in the world is like, what the fuck are these people doing at their house? What are you guys doing? I wonder. Are you guys touching each other? Are you guys smelling each other? What's going on at home where you can quit and just like fucking chill? And a lot of people are gonna say, don't worry about it, Alejandro. These people will have to join the labor force one more time because they're gonna run out of money. That's what we all think. But here's where we're wrong and here's where this is interesting. The reason why I'm talking about this is if you look at any chart that talks about the labor market and you look at the charts that, uh, um, are being given by the Fed, it looks pretty good. But then on the other side, if you look at the spending, it's not coming down. And Jerome Powell is talking about like, this is still a hot economy, this is still pretty hot. So that means he's fighting that hotness in the economy. But where is the hotness coming from? We know for a fact that less and less people have money. We know for a fact that there was an incredible wealth transfer that already happened. We know all these things. So what are we missing here? What is the secret ingredient that we don't understand that is taking the Fed to take these actions against us? And the reality is this one. Everybody in the public sector, in the private sector, I'm sorry, in the private sector, that means regular people, you and me, buddy, we're putting more money in our credit cards than before. And that's a big problem. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because along with the mentality to become a better person and to do better things and to change your house and to go somewhere else, now we have a socialist mentality as a community, at least in the United States. Why? And this is, this is not crazy, guys. I'm not getting political here. I'm just explaining to you a phenomenon, okay? Before you guys go, ah, just, that's why we need Donald Trump to come back and kick those Mexicans out. Before all of that, let's talk about why this is a fucking big deal. And the reason why is simple. The government in 2009 gave us money to bail out the banks. That worked quite well and whatnot. 2018, they changed their policy. They started to do loaning quite easier back, right? More and more. They cut the company uh, uh, tax credits. But you would say that's not a big deal. I agree. But in 2020, they gave us a big change of mind a big change in our mindset. And this is right now affecting the markets in every single sense. Number one, 
We're all expecting bad news to be good news. Because if we're in a recession, that means the market's gonna go up because they need to print money. That is wrong. That mentality is absolutely wrong because the government can't just print money forever and pay for all of our bills. That's number one. Number two, we all think that the government at some point is gonna turn around and say, guys, I know that you're paying these credit cards, but don't worry about it, we got it. We're in a crisis, we're gonna take care of you. So people are spending more money based on the fact that the government already helped us before and they're all saying and you look around and talk to anyone that talks about the economy ask your friends and ask them if we get into a recession the fed's going to give us money right everybody will say yes everybody the reason why the market pumps right now is because everybody's still expecting qe to end qt to end and then qe to start Everybody's expecting the Fed to reverse their policy so they can go back into being degenerates. But that world doesn't exist anymore. We've changed the minds of people into a really fucked up place. And now you guys have to understand this is why it's bad. It's not bad. <coughs> I'm sorry. It's bad for many reasons. One, your productivity in the United States has gone to shit. I want to say that in a lot of other countries too, but in the United States, you go to a restaurant, my God, the service is garbage. You go anywhere to get anything done, the construction workers are fucking terrible. Like the productivity has come down because all of the main people that were there at first quit because now they're chilling with their credit card. Because remember that in the United States of America, a bank rather loan money to someone that is in a dire situation than in a good financial situation. This is 100% how credit works in the United States. And anyone that says it doesn't, it's fucking living under a fantasy or doesn't live in the United States and doesn't understand the credit system in the United States. But that's a reality. So we're facilitating the environment for these people to keep loading up on debt. That's why your private debt has skyrocketed like crazy. Our public debt is up like crazy. The amount of money that we make as a country is so small compared to the amount of money that we need to make to cover our debts. And the same thing goes for every single household because daddy government is teaching us that it doesn't matter. We can print away all of the pain and we should never worry about this again. But now, when we're entering an economy that doesn't have any more growth because we hit the wall of growth and we hit it and it's evident and it's obvious based on inflation. Inflation is a byproduct of over monetary supply without growth. That's why in 2008, the economy didn't do what he did right now because we got the money for the first time, but the growth was greater than the amount of money that we got into the system. That's why we didn't see inflation grow. That's why we're seeing inflation grow now. So we hit that wall with productivity. We hit that wall with growth. That means our company, our Best Buy, right? That's Let's say that the United States is our Best Buy. Our Best Buy is not gonna get new customers. In fact, it's gonna get half the customers that it used to get because now the entire world is separating trade, right? So we would say, okay, so we're gonna have to grow our economy and probably try to work with other development, uh, developing uh, countries and economies so that there can be growth, so that our people can make money. But here's where the problem comes. Our people that need a job, that quit their job, that are putting everything in their credit cards, are gonna try to get back and get a job, but they don't wanna get the jobs at the lower tier because we've changed their mindset. Just like me, 
that said, I don't want to work like a fucking asshole anymore for this amount of money or whatever amount of money. It's just not worth it. And it's the same thing that's happening to everyone at every level. They're saying, I don't want to work like an asshole for these jobs. I want a better job. Now you have the other phenomenon going on at the same time, which is no company wants to have an office anymore. And no, and I know that companies tried for a while, like come back and work in an office. Otherwise we're going to fire you. But now the song's changing a little bit because companies are realizing not only they have to fire people right now because the economy is coming like down hard. They can also get rid of these leases. Why pay for office space when you can just do it online, right? Like everybody's, we all are on the same page that that's the case and that's great. Awesome. But what about this? What if the people that I hired instead of being Americans are from every other country that charges literally a tenth of what an American guy would charge me and then complain to me about everything and all of their rights and everything that they deserve? I think I'm going to go with hiring international people. And also, I can pay these international people without dealing with anything, which is pretty cool. So the labor force in the United States actually isn't quite the fucking problem going forward. The middle class, like I've said, I've said this a million times, guys, this is turning into a, a developing country. And the reason why is simple, and don't take it as an insult, take it for what it is. The reason why this is turning into a third world country, a developing country, simple we're getting rid of our middle class our middle class is literally what brought the economy of the united states to where it's at and it's not like we're doing it in an evil way and ah, i can't wait nancy pelosi's there with her fucking fangs ready to fucking suck the blood out of everyone no it's just the way that the system is made and as it runs its course the delta between people that have something and people that have nothing just gets fucking wider and wider and wider and wider and wider based on how the economy works. You don't have to be a genius to understand that, right? Salaries don't go as high up as inflation in certain uh, goods and, and, and things that you own like property, Bitcoin, stocks, etc. that poor people don't have. So with this problem in mind, let's understand that there's a major problem in the world and that the Fed is not fighting inflation perhaps but what the fate is fighting is for you to get back to your fucking work and be productive because you're in a pickle just like they are. And I know that experts are saying, dude, the Fed raises another 25 points and we're done. And they want to raise 75 points. I don't think that's the case. The Fed needs to destroy this economy so they can destroy you and they can put you back to work. Because if you're not being a, a productive member in the economy... Or, or not only a productive member in the economy, but if you don't have any money, how are we going to squeeze that delicious fucking oh, tasty money that I love so much getting it from my people? God damn. <laughs> Just think about that. That's what's going on. That's what's going on.